Greetings, everyone. We are back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your patience. I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis Healing, Past Life Regression, Entity Removal, and I am also the author to Galactic Soul History of the Universe, which you can find under Amazon on audiobook as well as ebook, both in Spanish and in English. You can find the audiobook under my website, risingphoenixaurora.com. Come learn the journey of the universe so that you can remember yourself as well through many different um, persons internationally perspectives of the past lives of their past lives or future lives and the higher dimensions all right and i offer aura hypnosis entity removal past life regression sessions as well as raw reiki and quantum galactic akashic reading sessions through my website risingphoenixaurora.com as well as there's aurapractitioners.com where you can find your nearest aura past life regression practitioner or raw Reiki practitioner. You can find that under aurapractitioners.com. Okay, and then a couple a couple announcements. I am so excited to tell you all that we have new spots for Mount Chesta. It was sold out. Now we have some spots available. So if you've been thinking of joining us, join us, join us. It is time, it is time for you to come understand the, the inverted matrix and how to walk your most organic organic timeline how to do this in all forms um that, that you can possibly think of where you step into this divinity this empowerment and you do it yourself no one else does it for you so love to see you there meet you at uh, manchester also our beautiful brother todd divini is going to be there speaking uh speaking and communicating to us on his you know science but he's going to be mostly just hanging out with us and so if you want to go meet him as well but yes um sign up now before it sells out again, love to see you there. And then we also have an online workshop in September. Whew, this video, today's a bit intense. I was doing the video for the multiverse and I could see something, I could sense something trying to infringe upon that video. Um, it was a very deep content. So check out that video if you didn't on the multiverse understanding it. Um, but yes, this is very sacred knowledge that we're about to share and is very deep. And it's going to put many viewpoints into perspective for you. So get ready. We're going to put it all into one video for you. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you for being here in chat. Know that I love you with all that I am. And I feel blessed every day to have you here. Understanding this content on our on our YouTube. Um, on all our platforms where you can find us on their Rumble as well as um, Spotify. Follow us there and I'm on all platforms. Thank you, Rising Phoenix Aurora. Patreon to support this video, $4 a month, Rising Phoenix Mystery School. Let's begin, let's do this. Okay, and then we have our beautiful Gina here. Gina, say hi. Hi everyone. I'm so honored to be here with you today. Thank you so much. Um, so a little bit about me, you can find me at clearheartsoflove.com. Also, I have a Clear Hearts of Love on Facebook and I'm working on some more YouTube videos there at Clear Hearts of Love. But you can also find me on the aurapractitioners.com and my email is ginaprice.alchemyhealing at gmail.com. So I'm excited to be here. Love you all. Beautiful. Wow. Let's begin. All right. Setting up now. So in case you're new to us, we surround 
We teach how to use your own source of light, your heart energy, only your heart energy to surround you in force fields of love, light, of source, love, light. So I am surrounded with infinite amounts of layers of love, light from source right now and sacred alchemy. And we are preparing now for this most powerful video. I'm just going to take, um, give me a, a minute to go into the theta in the in-between to begin to communicate. Thank you. setting because if it's because it's atlantis reminder we do not consent to any type of trolling hatred and chat or period comments if you are being negative and trying to infringe in any form don't even bother i am too sovereign we don't consent Veluvia Dal Hebute
Greetings. I am a priestess, a priestess of Atlantis. And today we will go on a journey to explain what Atlantis, what it was, what it looked like, what it felt like, what it sensed like, what it smelled like, what it felt like most importantly to be there and to rejoice in this beauty. We shall begin in the beginning of the organic origins of Atlantis and as we have spoken prior to prepare you in many different videos, the prior of this series of the Mayan series and how we explain the organic simulation, if you would call it that, the simulation, the crystalline blueprints of Earth. You understand now at this point the crystalline blueprint of earth and now you should walk with me come journey with me and walk with me as we go on this beautiful civilization. Now you learned in the land of Mu and Pangaea how the lands separated from themselves and they created different continents, as you would call them now and different islands within these islands, they went into their sacred 1213 key laws locations their sacred universal laws. Within this flow of keys, these sacred laws, they um, crystallized, rooted into their locations through Pangaea, going into then Lumeria, which we've channeled prior. Now we are both in Lumeria and Atlantis. Lumeria, though they were operating in the same time and space, in the same time and space, you can say Atlantis was the heart and the blueprint of that time and space, and Lumeria was the outside perimeter. The 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 elders, the people, the all the beautiful magical beings that we have spoken of, and all the different races, they were on the outside perimeter, overseen. And we were the heart. So if you could envision like a star, there is a star and let's envision a 12 pointed Merkaba at this form as we're looking at the earth in a original organic blueprint, it would be the 12 pointed Merkaba and they were Lumeria was the outskirts the outside and mostly on the west side of your times and spaces in those um, locations. They were part of holding different, there was different councils, different uh, beings, and there was many different races in embodiments. And then we were the representation to the actual star. See, at the center, we're called the Emerald City, there was a point, just as if you were looking at the star. So the 12 points represent the universal laws they also represent lands of bodies so if you could envision 12 13 islands there was one main island at the center which was the actual emerald city as that is where the heart of our uh, earth was located at in that time of space now located in your atlantic ocean and everything surrounding it where there were 12 islands surrounding this one and they 
had, but they were also connected. We they were close to one another, so um, they weren't there. They weren't too far. And as we traveled um, in our, as we can fly, then we would use our Merkabas to fly back and forth between them. Okay, it it would be similar like how your bridges bridge, you know, one land to another land. It'd be similar like that. So understanding this symbol here in this point of view um we are speaking now from the priestesses the 12 priestesses that were here assisting holding the organic blueprint in that time and space we have heard us through prior channelings where we channeled um the priestesses before And we were the representation to the Council of Twelve and everything that connects to the beginning creations of the councils, the Twelve Galactic Consciousness, everything that constructed from the Twelve Galactic. You learned today about the multiverse. <laughs> so the first Twelve multiverses that then rippled into creation. So we were a representation of the multiverse in an earth that was fifth dimension in that moment in time and space in the fifth dimension now let's talk about the way everything looked if you were to the grass the grass everything as we spoke of in land of Mu was crystallized therefore down to the grass to the trees you can actually see the aura you know how some of you can see the aura through your third eye some of you can see them even physically through your eyes you could actually see Everything was in the fifth dimension, so it was different. It was organically, divinely set up. Therefore, with your, say, physical eyes, um, you can see its aura. You can see the glowing lights and the, uh, the shimmers and the crystals that were emanating out from every single life form in our Earth, including animals, plants, humanoids all versions everything even down to the sky was this most beautiful vibrant indigo blue that had clouds glistened like some of these crystals that you might run into where you put them in the sun and, and they would glisten there was there were even crystals in the clouds when it would rain and you'd be rained and showered with ah, crystals everything was crystalline that is why it's called the crystalline fifth dimensional blueprint of earth down to and the bedding the bedding the beginning of when we talked about this in prior channelings how the crystals were the are the foundation everything was born out from the crystals all the elements earth fire water wind and all the layers of mother earth were born out from birthed out from like a seed that you plant like a tree you plant a seed in the grass in the in the soil and then it grows out so all constructs organic constructs of earth were birthed out so if you can imagine a crystal and then you see birthing out of you see the birthing out of everything everything that consists of your environment and your ecosystem was birthed out of these crystals okay all right now going to our civilizations there were many people beings beings people of say all seven colors of the rainbow there were golden beans um, there were red skin beans there were blue skin beans 
because again their skin was crystallized therefore when it was crystallized it emanated out it is a sense like their essence and their aura however their skin was there were many different colors purple and some of the races that you have here on earth are 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 connected to the different colors that you were back then so for example like the indigenous people were not brown they were red red in skin and you can continue on and on and there is actually some races that didn't that were not able to evolve from these multitudes some of these races purge um perish perish with the fall of atlantis so therefore some of these you do not see them okay and yes we mm-hmm, going through all of this down to our homes everything was crystallized down to our homes because everything was crystal so if you were to make a stone home the stone would be crystallized would be crystals so therefore with the favelances which will be going over everything dollified and became like the rock you just see it's just you know have might have different tones of grays and browns but it no longer has the crystallized beauty to it uh, it still originally still carries it however it dollified everything dollified now within these councils we were thousands and thousands and thousands of years we were overseeing humanity overseeing the earth and all the the beautiful uh, um, all the beautiful consistencies of what makes up earth and it was beautiful beautiful the children <laughs> were beautiful there were, there were many races as we spoke in prior ch- uh, channelings there were little people there were taller people there were giants they were every a lot of what you see in your um, mystical movies was real like perhaps um lord of the rings and all these movies however with the fall when the fall and the fall was thousands and thousands of years in the was hundreds of years in the making perhaps close to maybe even a thousand but it's hard to read as there's many timelines to this in the multi dimensions of earth now The way that the original, the way um, Yeshua spoke of in the video he made of Yeshua's divine plan and how he explained how he was assisting in setting setting up the blueprints of earth. The way that this was set up was if you could envision some of the crystals that are inside of earth. If they were, some of them were so vast and grand and gigantic, infinite, that they would actually stick out through the waters of your of the oceans. You can see them piercing through all the way down from the foundation of Earth. And these lands, these islands, it's like 
if you they grew through time and space, they grew crystals. So everywhere you walked, there were towers of crystals in different forms, spheres of crystals. And there was also sacred crystals that held up in sacred temples of these 12 islands that held the space of the organic blueprint, the universal laws that we speak of. It was magical. Magical. So beautiful. Water. If you could look at the most vibrant colors that you could imagine, that's what Earth looked like in that time and space. <sighs> it was grand and beautiful. Some of you are here in this in this video are remember these. Remember these very clearly. Ah, it was beautiful, even down to the instruments. Down to the instruments, they were made out of crystals and we would mold and work sacredly with the crystals to shape them into different shapes, make them into instruments, a harp would be made out of crystals. The beauties, the beauties of the gods in our creation. We were tall. Tall, gigantic, some of those um, gigantic um, skeletals that that the people have found of Earth or that um, the dark forces have taken, they don't want you to know the truth, or us, we were in all sizes then. The easiest we can explain is you had the humanoid bodies, but you could also see remnants of the fractal that you were before you're incarnated. So say that you were a feline Laren from Lyra, and you decided that you were going to come into this then organic crystalline blueprint of Earth, and you were going to come into the crystallized pod so that you can explain it, and then you were going to come into this this game of school that it is earth is and you can see like the echoes of who you were that you perhaps had a um illusional body that was then organic crystalline not physical how it is now and you can see those reminiscences of you of that that lyran being perhaps you had a tail and you're skin was perhaps blue but there's many to that so it was like you could see the people's true forms and then what happened with the fall is that then everyone dullified to the humanoid to the human forms you see now it, however there was also it we're speaking of Atlantis, though, and the lands were vast, there were also um, people in the other areas that were not as developed as us, beginning souls that were assisting to develop as well. Let's see what else we want to share. There were sacred waters, sacred springs, oh, it was magical. You can, 
go in them and they, it was like literal fountains of use. Some of these locations that you see, like these beaches that, like Siesta Key Beach, how there is crystals, the sand is not sand, it's made out of 99.9 .9 factually clear quartz crystals. Those, what happened when the lands fell, is that it broke off. So if you were to have, say a branch, you have a branch and you crack it, and then there's still has this part of the branch still has pieces of this part of the branch, right? It's not completely severed in a straight line. So what you're seeing through these sacred beaches that you will find around the earth that still hold crystals are the remnants and the clues left behind of Atlantis. So it's a breaking when the land fell, it's a breaking of lands. And then it turned into the shapes that you see, like the Florida shape, the Gulf of Mexico, and then what's to the right of that within the Atlantic Ocean. And some islands still pieces, some of those islands that you still see there are still pieces of the original Atlantis, or they also were pieces of lands that when the Atlantis fell, these pieces emerged and floated into proximity perhaps they were underwater at some point similar like um yes sedona sedona is uh aurora was hosting a retreat there and sedona has red soil and she was talking to the soil helping it understand she was talking to her colleague tap divini and he was talking about how from a helicopter point of view which he got to see how you could actually see that this all the lands were underwater and as they're talking about this what does aurora find she finds a seashell in the lands of the red soil why would seashells and all these fossils be there so the whole earth's history has been that like a, sometimes at times sinking on the lands like in atlantis point of view and the but then emerging of the lands so this these red soil anywhere you see red soil as that's not the only location on earth where you find the red soil these are lands that were underground under in the water that were that whales and dolphins and fish all swam and turtles through this and it's soiled with all this beautiful animal life high vibrational sea life and then you're walking on now you're walking on it with your feet. It's it's just uh, beautiful, beautiful to understand the lands and how Mother Earth Gaia works like that. She lifts, she she sinks and lifts in different parts of the lands to to balance out the energies and to heal the earth. See if there's anything else we want to explain of Atlantis that we have not explained already through the series. Mm -hmm. We were also in communications with our benevolent brothers and sisters from beyond, beyond and the other planetary spheres. We had telepathic communications with not only with the people of Earth, all of us, but also the 
the, the, the universe and the different dimensions. We were able to connect in the fifth dimensional crystalline blueprint. We, you weren't as clouded as you are now. It was, uh, wow, it was, it was beautiful. There were dragons, of course, and we've already talked about this flying with us and we were riding dragons. It was just magnificent. Magnificent. It was. Okay. Our beautiful promised land that we all look to come back to and evolve into in the future. <sighs> there were these sacred caves. Oh, these caves, they just. Oh, the caves were lit up with crystals, like an infinite amount of crystals in each cave. And these caves, you can walk deep into Mother Earth. So much so that you can feel and hear her heart as you walk deeply into those caves. As we said prior, the children would laugh and <laughs> fly in the skies. Oh, these gigantic crystals that are nothing like even the most gigantic crystals that you have found. They were infinite. You could almost not see the end of it, their points. And you can lay on them. Couldn't fully hug them, but you could put your arms on them. Your beds were made out of crystals. Ah. <sighs> So beautiful. <laughs> Everything was infinitely beautiful. Oh. You can imagine one huge cluster of an infinity of crystals. That's what Earth looked like. From above, from the higher dimensions, that's what it looked like. It looked like a planet made out of crystals. And everyone glowed with these essences. Everyone. It was magic. <laughs> All right. So even yes, if you were playing, say, going back to the harp and the instrument, the vibration and the frequency was a whole nother level of soul healing for anyone that would listen to it. Because there were, it was like, the say, the harp, as we played the harp, there were literal crystals coming out of this harp that would just <sighs> manifestation in this manner was just so easy it was like taking a breath very natural sacred birthing oh my goodness wow <gasps> what a joy and a beauty to sacredly birth the children oh it's magnificent the magical beings, you a lot of them have gone extinct. Some of them are still living inside the inner earth, as we shared in the past, through Galactic Guardian, Adama, Adara. They're inside. Wow. They're inside now, but yes, they ah, everything had life. It's like those movies that you might watch, like the Harry Potter and the Lands of uh, fantastic beasts and where to find them the if you could imagine it it was there and the imagination was vast and infinite it was the third eye 
It was constant birthing and everything. The trees, the plants, everything was different. The plants that you would never think about together. And flowers. The very flower, actually, that, that Aurora shared. See, Hawaii are remnants of these lands, of these times and spaces. And that flower is still, is a representation to what the infinity of flowers and plants really look like then. The one that was shared through the multiverse video. So imagine that, how everything looked like that in its own way. Wow. <laughs> so there time came a time in space, we've shared this in the past, that there, the AI virus was infringed upon, it came in, someone allowed it in. There are many perspectives and not limiting yourself to one perspective, as there are many perspectives and many timelines that occurred when the fracturing of the fifth dimensional earth happened, what happened is that it fractured pieces like say when you are working and you watch or hypnosis sessions and you you see when the higher self says a person has a fractured piece. Of their soul missing and then the higher self and the angelic beings and whoever they're working with benevolent beings are working through and finding these pieces. And they're bringing them back piece by piece by piece to make the soul whole once more as it fractured. You can envision our timeline of our earth fractured like that. It went whoo, multitude, multitude of earths and multitude of timelines. And still the organic blueprint still always remains the, the one, say, organic blueprint, but not limited. But when the inversion happens, you could understand is that perhaps what was one main collective organic blueprint turned into and fractured itself into inverted so if you can imagine many earths right now and there's say one crystalline earth and all of a sudden fractures come out of it so there are versions of earths that became the multi parallel earths that became different versions of inverted timelines. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And those versions of Earth, you've been working, all of you have been working through them. And we needed to teach you the multiverse to understand this perspective and how you've been working through them through infinite inverted timelines of Earth. You've been working on them when you accepted a a lesson or when you accepted to be birthed into your family that is 3D and perhaps chose to get the V. All those different times that you evolved and changed and shift and woke up and stepped into your empowerment and continue to level up and activate your heart further and further. All those times you even just one being assisted in the multitude of these different inverted earths that are parallel all of you are working with and it's just so beautiful brings much emotion to my heart in the ways that you all work together you don't 
you know, perhaps sometimes realize how vast just a simple decision, how it affects and how it vibrates out into the other earths and how it heals. And the more that you rise and the more that you don't allow negativity to keep you down and you allow yourself to evolve and to shift and move, the more that you rise and you delayer and you delayer and you rise and the more that you become crystalline, the more that you will see shimmers of the sun glitter in your skin and you as that bridge of that organic blueprint and helping transmute the inverted fractures of earth, inverted timelines, that's what you're doing every day. So the ultimate thing that happened is we've explained this many times, the fall of Atlantis happened because of the artificial intelligence and the plague of the mind where people decided to go and allowed themselves to the, the human ego, the inversions, and when the collective started vibrating in this low vibration together, there needed to be a stop to that because initially, if a collective starts vibrating in such a low destructive vibration, it can literally destruct its planetary sphere. So in order to stop that, the universal galactics, the benevolence of the galactics of our universe decided to come with a grand plan in communications with the priestesses and all the beings that were in organic blueprints at that time and space, as as we have explained before, the, the two third world split, the bifurcation trifurcation began then. And as these worlds started splitting, the very first splitting of our Earth began then from the inverted to the organic. There's a playlist, Aurora reminds us that there's a whole playlist to understand this if you're not understanding that. When that happened, people went into a pocket of time and space. Like some of the descendants of that we spoke about in the past, like the Essenes. We'll talk more of these descendants in through this Mayan series. They went into a pocket space where they were still crystalline, but they still were holding on to the inverted, just like the two the world split symbol that we teach and show you. There were two worlds together, still connected, but separated. So therefore, the majority of the population were acting upon an inverted as the plague, it was contagious, they continued to spread and spread. And people began to think that they could be mighty gods over other gods or the mighty one, or, you know, all of that that you're seeing sometimes in this inverted world where people, you know, all that comes with the, the dark forces, the Illuminati, all of these people who are so obvious inverted, you know, the governments, the presidents. So that then happened too in Atlantis. They, they started acting upon the Archon artificial intelligence, negative timelines. And then they began to be the manifestors and creators of these negative timelines as each one of these fractured soul pieces of Earth began to multiply. So therefore, this entire time since Atlantis, the fall of Atlantis, what you've been doing is healing and preparing 
and the vastness of these inverted, say, Earths and timelines had, is vast. At least 70% of these inverted timelines and Earth have been healed. However, there is still the very same thing that you saw in Atlantis. Is, it has already occurred in the now. See, when we were in Atlantis, we saw that in the future, um, Earth, there was going to time, come a time and space where the stars would align and the verses, the timelines would begin to align together. And these teachings were left behind by our descendants, the Essenes, the Mayans were some of our descendants in Egypt, Sumerian, all of these that we'll be talking about in the future through the series. We left these clues behind to remind you that you're not just this humanoid being. You're you're actually vast. You're also a bird, you're a dragon. Some of those uh, images that you see in Egypt, we'll talk about those later. How you see a half humanoid, half human, half animal, like a bird, so on. And reminding you that you were limited that before you turned into this dollified human that you were actually this grand colorful being and vast inabilities and so on now with the fall of atlantis and the artificial intelligence continue to spread it did have it was a sinking earth mother earth shook within the connection of source and the benevolence shook itself earthquake itself and is sunk down as the sacred crystals no longer could be as they were compromising the crystals they were also as they were compromising the crystals they were also then also compromising the blueprints of earth that's how they began to they knew that the crystals held the blueprints of earth and the archon thing used the people as dark portals as they became these dark portals to it and they became parts of the clone to it they it used these people to compromise to try to turn crystals dark to you know some of these things like they began to go into crystals and turn them into use the dark matter and invert it with artificial intelligence as you know, they also began to perform uh, negative chimera experiments on humans, merging them. They're messing with the DNA, the first beginning DNA. So this is what we've been talking about. The DNA, your DNA is sacred to you. Why would you allow anyone to energetically come into your DNA? Something that we're speaking about in book two in depth is the very first act of infringement was by the Archon integrating into one being of our universe and integrated itself, infringing upon it. That was the very first act. And the way it did that was guess how? Through its DNA and its essence. So therefore, anytime you allow anyone to mess with your DNA, supposedly energetically heal, it's like this act is happening all over again and you're allowing artificial intelligence to come into your DNA. Only you can work on your DNA, and that's including especially 
as we talked about through the video of negative technologies, don't allow Someone had commented actually on there and we had to read it. They showed a video and you can watch it on their rumble and they, they talked about how on this med bed, supposedly, it says it on there in small captions. You can switch um, what you can switch on the machine to change the consistency of the person's DNA that's lying in the med bed. Treat your DNA sacred. It's yours. It's what you are. All these inversions that we've been talking for five years through this, through this beautiful, these beautiful platforms have been preparing you for these videos that you are learning now to understand them now. And truly we're preparing you for the initial bifurcation that happened on 12-21-2020. And what I want to share with you now is all the benevolence of earth that still was remaining both in Lumeria and Atlantis that were holding the love light, the organic blueprint. Until this day, you are holding it now, all your beautiful souls who are understanding this content. Or who will understand it in the future. In this perspective, I'm speaking as the collective of the priestesses and the councils that were we're speaking collectively in Atlantis. That's why we now have given a name. So we're speaking collectively now. We were able to see, we we're all seers, so we can see into the future and the timelines. And as the fall, the fall, and you're going to learn more about this in the series, and then how we traveled to different locations, Egypt, Mayan location, and so on. And as you traveled, as we traveled, we left pieces behind, even down to the Mayan calendar. See, your moon cycle, we have Aurora teach this to, through the Isis Priestess course, but the moon cycle is actually 13 moon cycles. That's how we ran it. That's how we function back then in the crystalline blueprint. Even down to the moon was crystalline. Now, you are actually, we're going to explain this as best as possible. Now, within the inverted world, see there was a 1221-2012 activation when the beginning of some of you started waking up. So that was therefore within the inverted world. That was acting on the inverted world. It started waking you up. But because you are not operating under the 13 moon cycles, in actuality, the true 1221-2012 was 1221-2021. Do you understand that? So this whole time, we allowed for the inverted world to think that the true awakening was 1221-2012. But yes, there was definitely a vast amount of awakening. That wasn't, that's not actually what's in the Mayan calendar. What's actually in the Mayan calendar is the fact that your numbers have been inverted, they're mirrored, just like we spoke about in the light language video, how the English verbiage 
is inverted and the calendar years and how it's ran around the earth is inverted the best calendar that you can go by is the ethiopian candle uh, calendar where they are on 13 moon cycles therefore because you were you are running ahead of time you are running in their perspective in the perspective the real 2012 was 1221 2021 because if you flip the numbers in the year then you realize that was the actual and uh 1221 2020 and then what happened towards the end towards 2019 towards end, uh 2019 and then going into 2020 what happened the v right uh the supposed new world agenda with the you know what we can't say specific things here that happened then and then the bifurcation began right 12 21 2020 we couldn't tell them this we had to let them think that 12 21 2012 was the one but it wasn't because they inverted everything it was actually 12 21 2020 and this is why it was vast that this occurred and then the two the world split finally split from oneself and the people of organic worlds were able to operate in the organic world versus the inverted and then on 12 21 21 is when it actually happened also though the way that it states is is that it, it says that they put them the they put the month first before the day but in all the other most of the parts of the world they put the day before the month there's, so there's many inversions here but what we want to tell you is that this new era actually began and this was a grand crystalline blueprint that we all agreed as a collective on 12 21 2020. So in that time and space, this is why we have explained those who chose the V chose to invert it. Now we've learned that you can heal this, you can self heal this if you truly allow yourself to self heal and do all the work. We've talked about this in many videos. Now, so that's what happened. You, we literally saw the bifurcation that happened in Atlantis on 12, 21, 2020, the beginning of that. And we started seeing people make a choice. What choice do you want to decide? You, many of you, or some of you, yeah, many of you, it's only you and maybe one other person, or maybe just you and your entire family that didn't choose the V, which is that our nanovirus. Therefore, that's what they chose. See, they're choosing those inverted parallel Earths that we're talking about, but you're all operating in one perspective parallel to one another. So it's important that you continue to choose that, say, centered Earth, that organic Earth, the original Earth, and that you work within yourself to be that, a matching vibration to the organic Earth.
So we're, we are ecstatic and, and humbled that we are able to finally share this, that that was what's actually in the Mayan calendar. If you were operating by the 13 moon cycles. Ensuring that we shared everything here before we open up for questions. And that's what we're seeing. Um, the the as Yeshua talked about it, though they inverted it through religion, but he talked about um, the the revelation. There were times come on earth where you would see they talked about like zombies. Some of these people can act like zombies. They're controlled. And of course, there's many levels. Not everyone is completely compromised by it. Some people are less. Some people are working on it. Some people, actually, that's what woke them up. I have, we have many people who come and we bring to Aurora that have um, taken it, the, the V, and that's what woke them up when they realized, hmm, why do I feel so disconnected from my higher self? What happened? I, I haven't meditated. I can't seem to connect. I'm having all these false voices. I can't even tell if I'm female or male anymore. I want to just be binary, as they call it. I don't know what I am anymore. And that is awakening them. So there are many perspectives, and everything has a role to the purpose of what it's acting upon. Everything does just honor that everything has a role and honor all the roles and the lessons to every single role that is occurring around you and that you're being a part of whether you're watching it or being part of it everything is important down to every single little sand grain of sand down to every single little piece of that makes up the soil welcome welcome to the beginnings of ascension and from here on it is a continue of ascending your consciousness working within yourself and assisting others to bring them on over come on let's help you bring you over to the organic blueprint that we are holding over here for you come on back you were tricked in atlantis you can choose to not be tricked now we know now that the virus, that is artificial intelligence, archon rooted. We know that. You can choose to change if you want, but we honor you if you want to stay in the inverted, because we honor your free will choice. We hope that we have made everything very clear. You may proceed now with your questions. Thank you. Thank you. Veluvia. Veluvia to you as well. We love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you so much for being here today. We are so honored to be with you. That was so beautiful, so much information. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We'll start with a question. What is the best way for us to connect to Atlantis? Best way to connect to Atlantis. You start crystallizing your versions within you, all that is you. 
you start feeling and sensing and knowing that you are crystallized in the organic shell that you were within back then is still very much alive in you. Even if you are in this 3D, it's still there. It's like a layer, you could say, over you. A layer that cannot be seen with the physical eyes, but can be seen with the third eye. Connect to this crystalline layer that you were then. And feel it become, you become that embodiment. When you feel yourself in this crystalline form that is attainable for all, also keep in mind, some of you might not have not been in Atlantis. Some of you might have come just from star seeds and never been in part of Earth. You're just brand new, newborns to Earth. Therefore, connect then to that energetic crystalline being as beyond this Earth. What's organic is crystalline in nature, everything. See, when you're working on crystals, understand that you're not just working on crystals to help heal you in the now, it heals you through the multiverse. So not only are you building as you buy your crystals, not only are you building grids for you in the now, but you're healing the different essence of you throughout our universe and then the multiverse. And they are portals into the multiverse of you continue beautiful thank you so much that actually answered several of our questions uh, let's see did mer people come from the beginnings or beings of atlantis after it sank yeah so the mer people were there as well there there were mer people in the waters now what happened within your realm is that they be it became three-dimensional Therefore, you won't typically see a mer person in physical, though it's possible if the if the mer person were to manifest their body into the third dimension, which is hard to do because they are in a fifth dimensional earth. So they're in that parallel organic earth that is parallel to the 3D. They're still in the 5D. Therefore, if you were to intertwine and you were able to view both lenses, say if you viewed both lenses, you viewed the organic world next to the inverted. And if you were to say merge both of these lenses together, you could walk the organic earth, the, you could walk this 3D, but still and sense and see the magic in everything. So it's like you're walking with two lenses where you're still being conscious and aware and strongly sovereign that you are in this, you know, new world order 3D. However, you see an anchor. Like if you were to take, say, through photography and you have two lenses and you put it on the camera lens and say one lens is perhaps darker it's inverted and the other lens to that filter of the camera lens and if you were to put them over one another like that so therefore you're still operating in the organic crystalline where mer people ex do exist and are still their magic is there and all these beauties that we've been talking about through the series are there but you understand that you're in the inverted and you still need to strongly shield strongly anchor that love light of source in in you through you the bridge does that make sense yes i feel it does it yes sense. it does it does thank you 
So at the fifth dimension of Atlantis, were the beings all crystalline? And how long did they live? They lived thousands of years, like we can say in your perspective. It was not so much like, oh, I'm, I grew old and I died. No, it was like, I've, ooh, I've learned so much in this life that were lived centuries, maybe millennia. Ah, and I haven't done. I'm going to go ahead and breathe out. And there they are. They breathe out. And they're done. We will hold sacred ceremonies for those beings that would decide, I'm going to send out. I'm going to go, go journey somewhere else. I've learned what I needed to learn here. And they just simply breathed out with love, sacredly, safely. Let me continue. Thank you. Um, another question about the beings during that time. There are lots of big hills and boulders. Are some of those remnants of those larger beings you spoke of earlier? Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Some of those hills are trunks, trunks of trees that turned into mounds. There were trees, gigantic. Continue. Okay. And so during this time, will our abilities and tele like such as telekinesis be restored uh, in this current lifetime as we start to ascend? Yes, there are people of earth that are hidden that you do not know of that perhaps are ascended master forms. And they're operating already and they can yes telekinesis mm -hmm. now telekinesis though even then we would do this more so also within groups because together we would be able to move however you still had telekinesis but together you can move say a ton crystal versus by yourself you can move a hundred pound crystal together your abilities amplify mm -hmm. so yes you can but it would take for this it would take a lot of a ascended mastery for you in connecting to pure organic pure organic blueprint for that to be mas mastering telekinesis let me continue okay thank you so much for that There's a question about the crystals, all the crystals that sank, are they still uh, in place and active at this time and can we send them love? They are still active. They are there. Oh, they're there. If you looked at earth, they're vibrating right now with echoes of frequency of love light and they're glowing. And the more that you heal yourself and the collective, the more that they become brighter and brighter and brighter. It's a ripple effect. You, they assist you, you assist them. You assist them, they assist you. It's just a constant shifting of a collective earth timeline. You may continue. I know she's been in there for a little while now. Can she do two more questions? Is that good? 
Yes, that's exactly what we were going to say. Two more questions. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, next question we have is, were Mother Mary and Yeshua in Atlantis? And was the plan of his mission, such as his life and his, uh, the plan of his life set already at that time? Yes. M Mother Mary, they were incarnated, yes, in a different, in their different forms, crystalline. Yes. Mother Mary is a fractalization of Divine Mother. Yeshua is is her her one of her first child children of, of birthing and the Christ consciousness. Therefore, yes, of, of course, they were the embodiment there. They were in bodies. And when the fall occurred, they traveled to different forms, different places on Earth. And perhaps you'll learn more about them in the future in their travels. Mm -hmm. Did we answer the question fully? Yes, thank you so much. Okay, for our last question, uh, if this is a mirror timeline at this time to Atlantis, how can we do better and not make the same mistakes as they did? It is extreme importance that you become the most sovereign being that you have ever been, that you can ever remember in your creation of all Earth's history. Or even some of the higher dimensions that sometimes the their planetary spheres that you still carry that perhaps you were alive of. So not just Earth, but beyond all fractalizations that were either affected, infringed upon, or compromised by the inverted artificial intelligence. And we apologize, we lost the question. Can you ask that again? Yes, we were asking um, what else we could do to ensure that we didn't fall back into the same timeline as Atlantis and avoid their mistakes at this time. Yes, yes, okay. You become the most sovereign and you listen to your heart completely. This is most important. And you do all that you can to remove any inversions or compromise within you. That is the biggest thing that you can do. You work within yourself. And then, of course, after you work within yourself, work with the collective. They're all waiting. There's so many are waiting to find a being that will guide them truly in their hearts that won't be part of the inverted traps and like landmines trapping them back into inversions. So many are waiting for someone to vibrate in a true heart, love, light, source, love, light, vibration. And the more that you do this for yourself, the more that you make this possible for the collective. That is the biggest way that you can ensure that you don't fall for the trickster entities of the archons and artificial intelligence you truly truly fall in love first of all with yourself with the natures really all that we've been talking about through all these years in this platform, most beautiful platform you crystallize and you begin that formation of you begin it
It is time. It is time for you to reawaken this and to remember whether it was your crystalline blueprint of Earth in Atlantis or your crystalline blueprint beyond Earth. Time to walk this most beautiful crystalline shell like an aura, like the layers of your aura. Feel it around you, encasing you. Feel those infinity of crystals that you are, encasing you every day, like an armor. And walk this most organic blueprint of crystals, of source of light. Thank you for such a most beautiful time. We love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you. We love you, honor you, and respect you as well. Thank you so much. <sighs> ah, beautiful. Thank you. <sighs> Thank you everyone for joining us. Ooh, so much energy running through me. I feel feel like a crystal. <sighs> Ooh. My whole like the way that she was viewing it was cool. <laughs> so it's funny we have this one cat because we have seven cats by the way <laughs> in our family we have this one cat that always walks around like this with her eyes closed and when you talk to her she'll look at you like this and we we laugh because we say she's looking at us with her third eye instead of her physical eyes so that's what she does she just looks at us with her third eye <laughs> that's how i felt like Oh, if you guys could see some of the visions and the details to that, I felt like my third eye was full. I could feel like their abilities and how easy it was to just breathe them out. It, there was no cloudiness like how we experience now. There was none of that. It was so beautiful. But then we we're also very sensitive. You'd be very sensitive. So if someone had any kind of inversions, you'd be able to sense them easily, even if the person was not aware of them. You can sense it, all of it. And it all was rooted to the what they call the imagination, which is the third eye. And how beautiful, like the eye of Horus, the eye of Ra, and how crystallized it was inside, I could see inside her brain, all of her, and even down to the blood, I could see crystals in her. And oof, it was just magnificent. And I can see plasmic fields coming out of her third eye, rainbow lights, and I could see like this aura and vortexes of energy around her and these force fields. I was just like, whoa, like there are no words. It was just magic. Wow, beautiful. Hope you guys enjoy that additional, uh, what I was being shown. Thank you, Gina, for holding the most beautiful space here. I love you. Thank you everyone for being here in chat and share this video. I love you with all that I am. Ah, join us in Manchester and come activate this crystalline blueprint there. Come assist us. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you, everyone. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. We are here every Friday, typically.
Right now we're doing two videos, but eventually we'll go back to one. We just have a lot of content we're sharing now. So we're doing two videos every Friday. So thank you, everyone. I love you. I love you with all that I am. Veluvia. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Ah. <sighs>